You're listening to the Casimir Engine. Ka-ka-ka, hasn't that been done to death? Isn't that so 990s? You think so? It's the Casimir Engine. It's not Ka-ka-ka. I know do it. Now. You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. Yeah, you're listening to Casimir Engine Show podcast. Guys, oh, it is absolutely stifling off. I've got all the windows closed so you can't hear all the hecklers outside. Shut your face, Casimir, you talk a load of drivel. Well, I know that anyway. Let's get the formalities out of the way. Hey, we've got a new uh, staff member to introduce. And some sad news. I'll try not to kick the microphone too many times. Um, the formalities are you can get in touch with us on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, it's uh, at Casimir Podcast. Or put in the Casimir Engine po- Show Podcast. And that'll find us if you put it in the People, Places and Ting section. And then on Twitter, it's at Casimir Podcast. And we've also got a website. Flipping it, what else have you got, Kaz? We've got a website. I have to write it down. It is www.thecasimirengineshow, all one word, dot podbean. That's like peas in a pod and bean as in baked beans. Dot com. Why is it that long? Because I use a thing called Podbean to do me podcast hosting. Okay. All sorts of technical stuff. So how about you get on with the show, Kaz? If life was not bad enough, Kaz is back. Hey, Kaz, why don't you ever play any music? And what's this music in the background? I don't pay PRS which is um, like a licence to play um, Take That and stuff for them bands. I don't, I don't do that, so I'm not allowed to play any bands that are signed to a record label or anything like that. So all the music here is um, royalty-free music. Tight, tight, Casimir. Or it's unsigned bands. Now that's cool. So tonight, we've got um, some interesting music. Um, we've got uh, a new Marigolds track, Brand Spanker. Never been broadcast, never been played. My mate Richie Tyler sent that over. And then i got a bit of rock and roll stuff by uh, top band Jack and the Real Deals. So uh, sit tight for that. What's been happening, Kaz? Well, um... I've been on holiday. Where you been? I've been to them there Orkney Islands. And if you don't know where they are, you have to go right up to the top of Scotland and then you have to get in a boat, which I wasn't keen on. Luckily, it because the weather's so fantastic at the moment, there's no waves. It was a bit dodgy going. It, I've got to say, it was a bit dodgy going, but on the way back, it was perfect. And you could see puffins and seals and all them kinds of things. Yeah, like Chris Packham. 
So we went to Orkney on the holidays. It's a load of islands. It's 70 islands or something that comprise of the Orkneys. Is that right? No, the Orkneys comprise of 70 islands, yeah. Only 22,000 people up there. So it was dead lonely. It was bliss. Monday morning, no traffic. Monday night, no traffic. Lovely beer, great food, and a fantastic record shop. Unbelievable. My mates at Groove Records. Coffee and Records. It was brill. Oi, Cashmere Engine. I've listened to your show, and it's a shambles. So we go to the Orkneys. And have a damn fine time. Uh, it's a bit chillier than uh, down in uh, Blighty, because it's uh, up near the North Pole, isn't it? So it was, uh, yeah, you had to wear like a bit of a fleece or something like that, but it was gorgeous weather. Got on a beach a couple of times, which is nice. But how weird's this? I've got weird stories to tell you tonight, like weird coincidences. Um, but we go in to buy an ice cream, like you do when you're on your jolly holidays with Mrs. Engine. We go into this little shop in the capital of the Orkneys called Kirkwall. We go into this little ice cream shop called Sinclair's. And lady behind the counters, English. Everybody up there is nearly English. Said, uh, um, two ice creams, please. Vanilla for me, because I'm boring like that. I like vanilla ice cream. And the woman said, oh, are you on your holidays? Yeah, yeah, we're on our holidays. Uh, whereabouts uh, are you uh, Are you from in England? Derbyshire. Lady says, oh, I, was fr- I used to live in Derbyshire. I was born in Matlock. What? Yeah. She was from Matlock. First, that first person we bumped into. It was really, really weird. Cracking ice cream. Orkney Ice Cream Company. I'm going to see if I can blag myself some freebies by giving them free adverts. And then across the road from that, we went into Groove Records. I made some purchases. What purchases did I make? Um, I can see them here. I bought some Rod. I've been buying Rod Stewart albums. I got Footloose and Fancy Free because you look on the back and then you think that's a hit, that's a hit, that's it. Look, side one, first track, Hot Legs. Uh, track three, You're in My Heart. And it don't get any better. So I've been buying, yeah, Rod Stewart albums. Good job you don't play music and you can all say. Um, Fiat Lux were a band around in the 80s. Uh, Miko, who were another band in the 80s. Um, what else did I buy? Oh, some wings. I bought some I've been buying, like, not new stuff. I've gone off buying that new vinyl. I've got, because I got my new record player. I've gone off buying new records. I want to find my own gems of records. And we've got people out there, we've got um, record collectors, avidly rec- avid record collectors on Facebook. We've got Sean Perkins, we've got John Nizard, we've got Mark. Everybody's into buying records. And we keep on sharing photographs of our finds. And I think that's the beauty of it, is that you go out there and you find a real gem. Yeah, why didn't you bother then, Kaz? 
I think I did. I thought I found a few uh, a few crackers. But yeah, this uh, this place. If you ever get yourself up to Orkney, go into Groove Records. It's a belting place. Fantastic food, fish finger sandwiches. First thing we ate on the Orkneys, a fish finger sandwich with homemade tartar sauce. Oh my giddy on! It was fab. But then we got back to uh, the place that we were staying, which was, um, I was expecting it to be a bit creepy because it was an old chapel. But it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I wasn't like pooing my pants or anything like that. Um, but the weird thing is that it never got dark. It's like the land of the midnight sun and all that kind of thing. So you, we'd go out, we'd be sitting outside, you know, um, on some cliff, like some cliffs and stuff like that. You're looking out to sea, you'd look at your clock, and it'd be like daylight, and you'd look at your clock, it'd be about half eleven. It was weird. Never, ever got dark. You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. So, we had a bit of bad news. Um, people who were listening to Radio Free Smedley Street and then Radio Free Matlock, you can still catch online. I think they're on, I think they're on every day of the week these days. Um, but people who listened to the Casimir Engine show when I was doing the radio bit um, might remember that we had the most important member of the team was Dennis, the studio dog. Unfortunately, Dennis got poorly and he started to have epileptic fits. And then one day, um, a few weeks ago, um, he had a fit and he didn't come round and he was really, really ill and um, he didn't make it out the other end. Which was super sad. And it ain't seen like super, but it was really, really um, heartbreaking. So we decided, right, we're never having a dog ever again. And we went away on holiday, dogless, Dennisless. First time ever. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was like going, it, it, it was just, it was so strange not having, you know, your lead and having your dog running around and people sort of saying, you know, talking to you. Because you find if you've got a dog, people talk to you. So we had a week, dogless. And we really decided, no, we're not going to have one. And then all of a sudden, you start thinking. The house is a bit empty. You've got, like, no one to talk to when you come back on your own and things. So we started having a look round. And we started having a look round when we're on holiday on the Orkneys. And this is where big coincidence happens again. So we're looking around on the internet and we found um, a woman in... There's hundreds and... I can't stress how many adverts there are for dogs on the internet, on a particular site that you can go to where they advertise, you know, dogs and puppies for sale. Um, So we wanted a puppy. So we're looking around on the internet and there are literally thousands. 
So we decided, right, we'll look for one that's a similar kind of breed to Dennis, uh, but a little bit different because what I didn't want to do was just have another Dennis around. It would have been too much. So we thought, no, we'll, we'll, we'll have a dog, but a little bit different. So we looked up um, um, Patterdale Terriers and um, Parson Terriers, um, and they're like Jack Russells, but a bit wirier and stuff like that. So um, we're going through all these adverts, and then this one advert that sticks out, Mrs. Engine finds this advert and says, oh, that dog is just so cute, and there's a woman holding this little puppy up. So I said, well, let's get in touch with her. Let's drop her a, um, a text message. So I dropped this woman a text message, and she said, look, the phone's just been ringing off the hook. Um, if you want one of these dogs, you're going to have to come you know, come pick it up fairly quickly. I said, I'm in the Orkneys. Do you know where that is? It's not like the Isle of Wight. This is a long, long way away. So I let her know where it was, you know, kind of John O'Groats and a bit further north. I said, look, we'll head back. So I drove all the way back from the Orkneys in one go. So I set off at nine o'clock from the chapel that we were staying in. Um, and and locked everything up and said goodbye to where we were staying and then drove off, got on the boat, over on the boat, got to Scotland, got to the mainland, got to John O'Groats, had my photograph taken outside the sign at John O'Groats and then started heading south. So we left at nine in the morning and I got in at quarter to one the following morning and I was jiggered, right? So we get up the next day, send this woman a text. Right, we've made it back and everything. Can we come over and have a look at your puppy? So we head over to a place in Stoke. And um, the, the puppy is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So we, we, we get the new puppy and his name is Herbert the Studio Dog. I'll introduce him another time. He's in bed at the moment. He's only eight weeks old. So he's only tiny and he's not prepared yet to appear on the microphone. And the other, I tried to do this the other day and he bit through me headphones lead. So um, until I can get either um, cableless headphones, so Bluetooth headphones, he's not coming anywhere near any of the cables in this studio room slash bedroom. So we get the dog and we bring him back and... Um, and I'd I not mentioned the, 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 the problems we'd had with Dennis online. You know, I'm not into that social media thing where you post all sorts of, you know, kind of teary news and stuff like that. I just don't, it don't it's not me. So, um, but I told a um, friend of the Casimir Engine Show podcast, Jules, who's also um super astronomical kind of person over at Mad Dogs, the Matlock and Darleydale Observation Group in Darleydale. And um, and and I'd sent her a message saying, hey, we've got a new dog. So I sent a picture of, oh, he's lovely, la di da di da And for some bizarre reason, I decided to send a picture of my new dog, Herbert. I decided to send a picture of his dad. And I don't know why I did it. But I suppose it was because I knew that Jules was... Uh, she'd got dogs that were similar to, to this breed. So I thought, I'll send over a picture. This is what he's going to look like when he grows up. So I send this picture over on Twitter and I get a message back saying, that's really weird because this is 
this is a photograph of my dog's dad. He sends his picture over and I open it all. It's the same dog. So I said, that's just too weird for words. I said, she said, where did you get him from? I said, we've just been to Stoke to pick Herbert up. I got my dog from Stoke. And it worked out. I sent a picture over of when we'd been and picked him up. I'd taken a photograph of Mrs. Engine holding the dog. And Jules had got a picture of herself in the same kitchen picking up this dog. So out of all of the adverts, and we're talking thousands of adverts on the internet, on this particular website, we pick the same person as Jules in Darley Dale, who I only know through Twitter and through Mad Dogs, we pick the same dog breeder. How weird is that? You are listening to the brand new Casimir Engine Show podcast, beamed to you direct from the Grand Pavilion Matlock Bath. It's time for the Casimir to rant and rave. It's time for the Casimir. The Casimir engine to rant and rave, yeah. Does anyone out there know anybody on Matlock Council, particularly on town planning, who's prepared to come and have a chat on mic about why Matlock Council, whatever, Derbyshire County Council... Them based over in um, the county offices, why on earth they're trying to wreck Matlock as a town? Because I'm just, I'm just fuming. It's getting worse. And I'm, and I'm not a native. I'm from Worksworth originally. I've lived in many, many places. But even though I'm from Worksworth, I've learned to love Matlock. But I just don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're planning and what they're playing at and why they're trying to ruin the town in one fell swoop. So what we've got... Right, they're putting a Marks and Spencers. OK, I'm all right. I'm all right with M&S, yeah? And I'm not... This ain't a snob thing. This is definitely not a snob thing because I'm OK with Wilco's. I really like Wilco's. I'm kind of OK with Dale Road... There's a lot of, like, retro shops down there and stuff like that that's bringing people into the town to spend money with the retailers. What I'm moaning about and what I'm ranting and raving about is the fact that, apparently, the little shop... Now, this is alleged, before they start kind of getting at me with legal rates and stuff like that, I've got a solicitor on my side anyway, right? But allegedly, the shop next to Marks and Spencers is going to be a South Yorkshire kind of poundland shop called Boys. I mean, we've got that Fat Boys place on Dale Road and we've got Wilco's. Why do we need another cheap shop? 
there's, there's mo- it's not going to be bringing people from out of the area to shop in a pound shop. That is a necessity for them. I understand that. We've got B&M bargains. We've got um, home bargains, all those kinds of places. They're all in Chesterfield. They're on retail parks, that kind of thing. We don't need one in Matlock, in my opinion. But the one thing that really is doing me is apparently they're opening a Domino's pizza as you drive into Matlock. What kind of it, what is that saying to people who come to visit the area that we're having a Domino's pizza as one of the focal points in a beautiful building in Matlock? Then you hit Iceland. Then you're going to hit boys. What are they doing? What What's in their minds that's going to think that they're going to attract people into the town by opening retail outlets like that? I just don't know. Why don't they take a leaf out of... Uh, there's a place up in Yorkshire called Hebden Bridge, right? They've got cheap shops. They've got charity shops. Or Belper. No, let's come a bit nearer home, right? Most people... Unless you're like living abroad or you're out of the area, but Belper had um, they had an award for um, High Street of the Year, and they've got their cheap shops, they've got a Poundland, they've got a Wilco's, but they've got they help independent shops to open up and they help independent shops to flourish. Matlock Town Council, let's get a Domino's pizza in absolute disgrace so if you listen out there and you can explain to me why you're also sticking 700 houses into the quarry again i'm all right with putting houses into the quarry if you want to live in a quarry where there's no light that's entirely up to you right but why are they sticking 20 houses executive homes not affordable homes executive homes on farmland that's been been farmed and never been built on since medieval times right this is historical land why on earth are they doing that what are they playing at if somebody can just explain to me the reasoning behind it and then of course coming back into the town right to attract people into the town what do they do extortionate parking charges bit of a campaign that we're going to start on parking charges in Matlock because we were travelling all over the place Henley, we went once went to Henley, my lad went to university near Henley went into Henley Town Centre and you're thinking flipping it, this is going to be a price 30 pence for two hours because they're dragging people into the town and people in Henley can afford more than 30 pence but it makes people shop in the town what do we do? Is it what one fifty for half an hour or something? Absolutely outrageous! And I people are struggling to park on the side roads, and you can walk through the um, Marks and Spencer's uh, car park, and it's empty. So Matlock Town Council, can you explain on the Casimir Engine Show podcast what your plan is? You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. It's music time. This is Jack and the Real Deals with Jokers Wild featuring my mate, Kev Robson.
hijack again. the real deal top band with my mate Kev Robson he'll be coming on to the show um, to have a chat from the album The Chain Gang Blues absolutely awesome stuff so if you know a band that's unsigned, they want to get some airplay, we get, we're getting some really good listener figures on the uh, podcast. So get in touch with us, um, send us a, a, a demo or send us um, a track, so long as you're unsigned, you don't, you're not in, signed up to any kind of record company or anything like that, you want to get some airplay, let us know. We'll put you on to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. The Casimir Engine. Reliably mediocre. So you're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. Hey, we haven't done the jelly thing tonight, have we? That's because we've got no guests on, and I'm not until I do the very, very last podcast. Oh, that's soon I can hear you all shouting at the uh, speakers. I'm not, no, I'm going last. I need everybody else's uh, jellificational choice before I expose myself, eh? Expose myself on the internet, eh? 
Talking of inappropriateness, I'm going back to my holiday tales. We're in the Orkneys. Lots of Neolithicness going off over there, like stone circles, burial chambers, all that kind of thing. And we go to one called the Tomb of the Eagles. Hey, if the little Alan Posse are listening, he recommended all of this. He recommended the holiday everything. It's his fault you're having to listen to my holiday tales. So we go to the Tomb of the Eagles. Why is it called the Tomb of the Eagles? Because it's a tomb and it had some eagles in it. It's dead simple. Tomb of the Otters. Tomb with otters in it. Anyway, so we go in and I'm quite surprised because you get like a little talk and a little chat beforehand by a man who knows stuff. And he starts handing stuff out. Hey, I'm running out of bed music. What's going off here? Hey, this used to happen on the radio. It never happens now. Let's have a look. Um, right, I'm going, uh, I'm going off on one because I don't know, right, what this one sounds like. This is all, like, new stuff. Um, let's see what happens. Um, it's not started yet. Come on, why is it all of a sudden? Is it playing up? That sounds all right. Sounds like the last one. So he starts handing stuff out. I'm thinking, you don't get this in, like, museums. It's usually behind glass cages with, like, um, like a, a sign at the side saying, don't touch anything, don't go anywhere near the glass cages, don't put your fingers on the glass. This bloke's handing stuff out. So he starts off, he's handing out, like, uh, eagle talons from Neolithic times. And we're talking thousands and thousands of years ago. This is all happening before Stonehenge. Yeah, that old. And then he hands hands out this axe. And it's an axe that a man, a Stone Age, like Stigadadump man, has been, he's crafted from a piece of rock. I've got it in my hand. I said, I cannot believe I'm holding a Neolithic man's tool in the palm of my A. Could have heard a pin drop. Only the English understood. <laughs> it was mega, though. I was in a Neolithic chamber, all on me tod. I wasn't scared at anything. You had to go in on, like, a tea tray on wheels. It was bizarre. It was little. It was like a Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars kind of thing. Very cool. I promise that's the last of me holiday stories. But I might do a PowerPoint presentation on all my photographs of me bird watching, because I went up for beer and birds. We've got some more music on the Casimir Engine Show podcast. We've got our mates, the Marigolds, with a brand new track, never been heard anywhere before. Um, I'll put all the details up on the Facebook and Twitter account.
fantastic is that, eh? That's called Strip Club. It's the first time heard, I've heard it. It's the first time anybody's heard it. That is going to be huge. You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. So thank you very much to tuning in to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. We're every week. Uh, you can go to uh, www.thecasimereengineshow.podbean.com and you can download all of the uh, previous uh, episodes. I think we're on episode five. I think this is episode five. We've got guests in next week. And we've had a brilliant, brilliant response. So thank you very much to every single one of you. I love you all for tuning in to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. Give us a like on Facebook. Give us a tickety-boo or whatever it is on Twitter. Send us a message. If you want to get involved, if you want to do a show, you can take over the reins and just do your own show. It's like... um, an oldie one show you can do whatever you want so if you've got something interesting an interesting story to tell you can do it on the Casimir Engine Show podcast the only thing I've got to do is and I still haven't made my mind up yet I need like the intro music type thing I need I need to make my mind up I ain't found nothing yet so again, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening. If you know a band and they're unsigned and they want some airplay, send them my way. We're going to be doing the Road to the Matlock Bath Music Festival with Mike Richardson. And trying to get some bands and get their music and uh, get a chat with them, even if we can get some information about them, to give you some preparation for who to see on the 14th of July. Stick it in your diaries. I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. The Casimir Engine. Reliably mediocre.